Hey, open it's a wee natter. I'm Mark Steele, and across the table from me is... Jenny Steele. And joining you on the week that I got sufficiently angry, oh. properly riled up, proper Hulk-like, and I'm standing for election in the district council. <laughs> Most people, you know, scream into the void or rant on Facebook. Yeah. That's how you deal with being angry. Me, for some reason, I've decided that meeting the public and going to meetings is a better outlet. Hmm. Something tells me I'll still be at the top of the mountain screaming my lungs off. Yes. <laughs> I can see it coming. Uh, don't worry, this will be the last you hear of it, and I'll leave it to you, dear listener, to guess what party I am affiliated with. Mm. Mm. On more upbeat news, the postbag has arrived, yeah. and last week we asked, what simple or household item do you wish you'd purchased earlier? Matthew Summers very much in agreement with me, saying an air fryer without a doubt when I learned I could do all the pre-packaged frozen rubbish I eat in the air fryer too, <laughs> it was a no-brainer to get one. And water jets in the bath as well. It's the best. Water jets in the bath? I want them. Really? Yeah. Is this you trying to pitch for your uh, Christmas and birthday at the yeah. same time here? Yeah. Isn't that called a jacuzzi or something like oh, that? I'll have one of them. And on the air fryer, pro tip, frozen pizza cooks way faster than you think it does. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be chewing on charcoal. Age has also been in touch saying, I wish I or even my dad could have got one of those flashlight backup Dyson type vacuum cleaners. They're awesome. It's such a thrill putting on the kit half expecting to take off. I would have been constantly hoovering away, offering to do the neighbours for free and all that as mm. well. Yeah. We've got one of the portable Dyson things on it. We've yeah. even got one with the lasers, yeah. which means you have to make pew, 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 pew noises as you hoover the rugs <laughs> around the house. Uh, but honestly, I don't know if we should be saying this in public. Hetty is far more robust. It doesn't need emptying twice when you do the house. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time we had a wee answer. The action is getting hotter. The buns are getting crosser. We are... Hot cross bun challenging. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, indeed. Like that. Uh, we are on the hunt for the best hot cross bun for 2023. Will there be another upset at the top of the charts? Mm. Or will it be as you expect? Today's contenders are two of the most requested supermarkets. One of them, we'll start with, is Morrison's. It just says Hot Cross Buns, pack of six. Yeah. Tell us what you think, Jenny. I've got the last pack as well. So we've toasted them again, haven't we? Like we did the other ones. That's a Morris. That's a Mor- Which one's the Morrison's? <laughs> I don't know which one's the Morrison's ones are now. I've got the packs in front of me, everybody. Uh, this one's the Morrison's. Yeah, the, the more, ra- the more yeah, round the more looking round one. more round ones are the Morrison. A bit smaller. Got lots of fruit in them. Stick it in your mouth. Give it a munch. Tell us mm. what you think. They're not bad, actually. We've got quite big chunks of fruit in them. So where are you going to rate it on your chart? At the moment, you've got Co-op in at number four, M&S at number three, Bakery as at number two, and Tesco at number one. Where is Morrison's going to appear on that chart? At the moment, I'm quite liking Morrison's, so I'm going to put Morrison's number one at the minute. Morris, that is a proper upset. Mm. Morrison's in at number one. And we did say it was the battle of the supermarkets. So the second one we've got today is Sainsbury's Taste of Difference mm. for fruity hot cross buns with a whole bunch of joined-up writing that I can't read at this angle. But <laughs> you get the important bit. Plum fruit and a unique spice blend. Yes. Because <laughs> it, it can mean all sorts of things, can't it? Yeah, it, you know, it, could, it can yeah. literally have apples in the middle of yeah. it. Yeah. No, they're, bigger than the, they're the biggest of the ones that we've got so far. Do you prefer to see a big one? Or I do. do you prefer do. to be sitting I quite like, okay. yeah. Got quite a lot of fruit in it again, so let's have a look at this one. Stick it in your gob and tell us what you think. I'm just at the bottom bit, it's got more fruit in. 
<laughs> is that good? Do you want to taste it mm. twice? Yeah, it is nice, this one. Where are you going to put Sainsbury's? Taste the difference. Four fruity hot cross buns on your chart. Top of the pick so far. <gasps> really nice. Wow, okay, so it's a complete upset today. Uh, mm. We've had a complete change of lineup. Then number six is Co op, number five is MS, four for T- Asda, three for Tesco, two for Morrison's, and Sainsbury's in at number one. Mm. And remember, if there's a hot cross bun that's too hot to miss, <laughs> I am going to keep running with that line, dear listener. We're going to keep going with it till we get to the end. Get in touch at Solid Radio UK or at Solid City on the socials. <laughs> I seem to be struggling at the minute, don't I, Mark, with my eyes. I've got an infection in both eyes. They both feel like they've got grit in them and yeah. just rubbing them and making them, you know, making them itch and everything. Well, well I, I told you what, that's what the grit bin will do if uh, you just go and stick, dunk your head in it. Eh? I mean, I've got some drops, so I'm hoping that these are going to make me feel better. But before I got my drops, I thought, what did I used to do when I used to have sore eyes? And that was to get a cucumber and cut it into little bits and put the cucumber over your eyes and the coolness and refreshing is really lovely but I felt quite embarrassed I was on my own purchasing this cucumber the other day and they only had a whole cucumber not a half cucumber so it's harder to disguise a, a whole cucumber and I'm picking it up walking around the supermarket seeing as anything else I'd like to purchase and you go into the till and there's a bloke on the till mm-hmm. and I feel really I feel like I've got some kind of sex toy in my hand because I feel like everybody's like sniggering at me because I'm walking around with a cucumber. I wonder if I'm the only one that feels like, thinks like this. Now, you see, if people actually started to think that about what I was doing, if I just had to buy a cucumber, like you said, what would chop it, dicing it or whatever you for your eyes? You just chop it and then you just put, oh, put into, over your eyes. into slices. Not, slices. Not dicing, slicing. Yeah, slices. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's the obvious use for it. You know, mm. people do buy cucumbers to put onto their sandwiches and things like that as well. It, it's totally normal. But just a cucumber, no more salad stuff. That's all I had in my hand. But you know, if you're worried about people doing that, I, I, would, <laughs> ju- I would just lean more heavily into it. I'd be turning it up with, uh, you know, Vaseline and things like that <laughs> as well. You may, you know, if they're going to start thinking it, you might as well go for it. <laughs> we have thought that now. One thing we have never kept secret about this fine podcast, dear listener, is that a wee answer is made in Nottinghamshire. Mm. And what comes to mind when you hear mention of Nottinghamshire? Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. It's about the only thing that pops into mind, if I'm completely honest. Is it? Robin Hood, uh, Sherwood Forest. Well, do we want to get into the thing about it might be a Yorkshireman? Do we want to get into that? Not at all, no. You don't believe a word of it. Now, boots. Uh, boots? Players. Oh. Plessy. Ah. Well, the list is endless, Mark. You're running slightly ahead of me here because I, I want you, dear listener, and you, Jenny, as well, to think about your hometown. Mm. Is there anything you know about it that it's 100% fact the rest of us would not believe? I know we used to be called Snottingham before it was changed to Nottingham. That's fact. I don't know if anybody else would know that. Wasn't it the Earl of Snot or something <laughs> like that? It, was, it, it goes back to the olden days, doesn't it, for mm. that story, isn't it? And the other one, wasn't it? The uh, Luddites are connected to Nottingham in some way. I, I'm not 100% the story on that And one. they reckon there's, um, I can't remember the exact figure, but isn't it like something like five girls to every fella? That doesn't and sound right. And where all the pretty girls come from as well. That's, have a, you Google it, It's you'll find it on there. I will have to take your word for it on that one. Mm. Uh, if you take my own hometown, pretty much every kid has performed at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> It's the same guy, different venue, by the way. It's the local theatre and it was used for school plays. He, and that chap also gifted the local park, known as the Glen, which mm. is a nice city park. Mm. But 
the name it over eggs it a bit doesn't it you know you, you hear something like we could go down the glen and it's going to be you know this huge mountainous area or yeah. something like that you don't think it's going to be a little city park do is you? that all it is well, it's got a little hilly bit in it. Doesn't it's, it? It's, it's it's big for a city park but I, yeah. calling it the glen is overkill that that's my opinion so I'm going to open up to you, dear listener. What is something that is 100% fact about your hometown that outsiders just will not believe? Oh, and by the way, if you're from Hartlepool, we already know about the monkey hanging thing. <laughs> is there ways to get in touch? You can, uh, on the socials, at Solid Radio UK or at Solid City. Or if you're listening on Spotify, the question has popped up. You tap on it. You stick your answer in. And we share your random hometown facts in the very next episode of this fine podcast. Yeah. Podcast? Podcast. <laughs> Now, this is going to sound like an odd question, especially for you, dear listener, but for you, Jenny, as well. But does the idea of driving off-road sound fun to you? Um, No, not to me. I can't say I've ever done it myself, but I've spent enough time pushing cars out of temporary car parks, you know, getting absolutely caked in mud, to to know that you're not going to get as much joy out of it, are you? No. It sounds like the idea of taking that even further and driving pole to pole an electric car wouldn't fill you with joy, would no. it? No. The reason I ask is there's a couple doing exactly that. They're getting an electric car and they're going from pole to pole. That's not the bit of jump test to me. It's an off-road vehicle. They've got wind tire binds, solar cells. I think they'll manage it. I've not got any questions with that. The bit that jumped out to me is that they're using batteries for sustenance. Oh, batteries. Have you ever heard of batteries before? I've heard you mention batteries, but I'm not sure what they are. It's like a roll jacked up on lard or butter. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you can feel the fur growing on your arteries with each bite. <laughs> it's glorious, but you can feel the fur growing on your arteries. And you want to know the best bit about butteries? Mm. They usually eat them with butter on top of them oh, as well. Oh, no. So two thoughts have popped out of this. One, I believe we need to have butteries from Aberdeen to Southampton because they're very much a North East Scotland thing. We need to get them round the country. Yeah. And number two... This couple doing the long drive are going to need a good supply of pipe cleaners to unclog their arteries along the way. Admittedly, it's a long time since I've had one of those nights, but have you ever had one of those nights where you wake up the morning after and wish you were dead, dear listener? Oh, dear. (laughs) No. It usually, you usually change your mind as the pain eases off in Mm. the morning, don't you? You, you, You've been out on the drink again. Maybe. Have you ever got a letter from the council declaring you dead? No. So you, you've, you've had the experience of feeling like you wanted to die, but you've never had the councils actually send you a letter going, oh, by the way, you're dead. <laughs> no. Now, it happened to this chap in Norfolk recently, right? Mm. Uh, though on the upside, they were telling him he could now claim a discount on his council tax. <laughs> if he only fills out the attached form, which sounds like a trap. You can only fill the form out if you're if not you're dead. Yeah. Unless it's possible to fill out forms from beyond the grave. I hope not. It's bad enough doing it in the living world. I want a proper rest when I'm done. <laughs> that was, unfortunately, a wee natter. Across the table from me was... Jenny Steele. And I was Mark Steele. And if you happen to enjoy this fine podcast, the thing you got to do is hit the subscribe button if you haven't done it already. Mm, come on. It, it just costs you a few milliseconds of your time mm. to flick open your app and search for a wee natter and hit the subscribe button. Or if you want even more stuff like interviews with cats and country music, you search for Solid Radio instead. You hit subscribe when you see Two Purple Mountains. Mm. I'm still not getting over the fact it's Two Purple Mountains. With the snow on. 
with a very straight line snow on it. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they were literally drawn on with a ruler. <laughs> when you see very straight looking, you'll know you've found it. Yeah. you know you've got it. On that note, I think we'll catch you next time. Yeah, bye.